Hello, good evening and welcome to this uh, episode of Foodocracy India. And it's uh, so good to be talking to you. It's been a while since I've been here, uh, but I thought that I must uh, catch up with all of you today. So uh, if you're new here, then uh, let me tell you what Foodocracy India is or who I am. So my name is Kalyan Karmakar. I'm a food and travel writer based in Mumbai and I love traveling uh, across India, across the world and, and discovering new places and, and the sort of places which appeal to me the most are the, the you know the hole in the wall places, the family run places, the street food joints because to me these are the sort of places where uh, people go to eat and these are the places which feed us and leave us with very very happy uh, food memories. So when this lockdown started which, which seems a long time back almost six months back I thought that let me start this series called Foodocracy India where I'm going to talk to you about my happy uh, and favorite eating experiences from uh, whatever little one has traveled uh, across the country. Of course, there's uh, so much more uh, to discover, but I thought that uh, I'm going to use this uh, hashtag Foodocracy India. In fact, I encourage you also to use this hashtag Foodocracy India and to talk about it, about your favorite food uh, experiences uh, on, on your social media and, and so on. Um, this time, uh, for the last couple of episodes, I've been in Mumbai. I've, I've spoken about uh, the Kima at Grand Road, and then um, you know I've, I've spoken about various other places. So Panchampuri Wala, which is one of the oldest restaurants, then about Hotel Deluxe uh, and the Kerala food here. So then I thought that today I can't be so Mumbai-centric. I need to move out of home. Uh, Mumbai, like I said, is where I stay. So therefore, I am taking you to Surat in Gujarat. Uh, not that far off, it's a neighboring state. And I'm going to t talk to you about a place which has more than 100 types of eggs and uh, on, on the menu. And uh, in case you're wondering why I'm looking left and right, so my, my two cats are here. And there's little Nimki. So in case you... Then that's, that's a cat. So it's not a studio environment as, as like a lot of people are during the lockdown. Uh, I'm broadcasting to you uh, from home. So well, that's that's uh, it. And in home, when you're talking, you can talk with the kitties. Baby Loaf is exploring around. Little Nilki is busy gobbling. He's got some hunger appetite. So listen, I, I went to Surat uh, for the first time about a couple of years back. And, and that's been my only trip uh, so far. And, and my first trip and only trip to Gujarat as well. And I know that I have a lot to explore over there because it's it's one state where uh, the people really uh, love their food. Now, um, sitting in Mumbai, one thought that Gujarati food is uh, going to be all about sweet vegetarian food because that's the sort of food which one uh, gets in the thalis. But as uh, Baby Loaf is saying over there, um, it's, it's not all uh, sweet food. Uh, and uh, that I've sort of uh, figured out over the last few years, uh, you know, through friends and when I've gone and eat it at their places or at places like Som, uh, the restaurant or at the house of Rushina, Munshak Hildia. I've, I've realized that there's, uh, or, or Anak Desai, who's uh, the person who recommended the restaurant, one of the many, uh, which I'm going to speak about. So I've, I've discovered that, of course, there's a lot more to Gujarati food and it depends on uh, which part of the country or which part of the state we're talking of. And according to that, the spice level uh, could vary or, or the sweetness levels could vary and uh, so on. Uh, in case you're wondering why I'm looking there, Baby Loaf is scratching the sofa and he's looking at me a bit guiltily. Uh, but my wife Kenas is uh, 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 broadcasting in another room, so, so, so we can do whatever we want over here. 
and then as long as she doesn't see it uh, later but don't don't scratch the sofa okay so uh, we more or less established uh, before i went to gujarat that it's not all about uh, the sweet food which they give sweet food which they give one of the other associations with uh, gujarat and gujarati food or gujaratis is that um, it's they are all vegetarian so it should be it should be all about vegetarian food which um, as i re- realized when i went there is not entirely true of course there are subsects in gujarat the parsis the bodies and and so on who in any case are not um, vegetarians but as i realized that there are uh, people in gujarat who eat non vegetarian food uh, as well so we were in surat couple of years back and it was a very special trip uh, i'd gone there with my wife and my mother in law and uh, mama so her her brother and masi her sister so uh, basically my mother in law's side of the family uh, my wife is parsi is from surat their parsi is from surat while her father's side uh, my uh, my father in law's side is from mumbai and these cats are running all over the place <laughs> there's going to be some serious damage happening of of the equipment anyway so uh, so uh, you know it was it was a pleasure and it was a absolute treat to go to surat with uh, you know these uh, three people my mother in law her brother and sister because uh, you know when when they went there all of all three of them are in their 70s but when they went there they became like uh, kids i won't even say 17 year olds more like 7 year olds and we went back to the what are you doing jumping so much come come oh. so uh, so you know they were they were so excited when they went to their old house where they had grown up and then uh, their old food haunts uh, i've spoken to you about one of them dhanjiram uh, dhanji bhai uh, uh, bhajiya uh, uh, wala and and the puri bhaji we had over there then there was this uh, cold drink uh, cold coffee cold chocolate shake which we gone to so a lot a lot of memories over there and uh, then uh, there were sort of new dis- memories or new discoveries for example the surti locho which is um, so famous but as as a bystander the place which we went to sort of rightly told us it's is basically a by product of khaman um, but but that didn't really exist when uh, you know the three siblings were growing up um, in surat in the you know the 1940s and and 50s so there were some new discoveries and and of course we discovered there is non vegetarian food in surat in fact there's one place called randel which uh, my mama said that when they were growing up were like in the outskirts of the city but now it's pretty central with the flyovers and lovely roads connecting it so over there i went and had some uh, beautiful khawsay and then the the baila parathas Uh, which is like the Mughlai parathas of Kolkata, the under parathas, and and we also saw a lot of sh- shops and stalls from where <coughs> they were selling kebabs and tandoori chicken and uh, what not. Uh, but one thing which we saw wherever we went in Surat, including in what could be called uh, Main Street, the close-up, uh, uh, the original parts of Surat, uh, was that there were lots and lots of tailors. selling uh, eggs and eggs preparation so andaburji omelet boiled egg it's like uh, you know the surtis as they call the people of surat couldn't get enough of eggs <laughs> it's almost like if there's ever a egg shortage in uh, india you can blame it on uh, the people in surat saying that they're finishing it uh, all over there so it it was fun to uh, try that and then when i was uh, looking for recommendations on where to eat uh, especially the newer places in case you can hear a bell it's not some divine intervention it's my little kitty's uh, collar so uh, when i asked people for recommendations and, and i was getting a lot of nice recommendations on different sort of places yeah the only thing which i didn't find was a place to get good hardcore gujarati food because there were a lot of thali joints but when we looked them over 
then most of them had a mix of uh, gujarati rajasthani chindian all of that and in fact most people said that you know to eat gujarati vegetarian food you have to go to someone's uh, house there are not that many options uh, out there or maybe at least if you're a tourist but uh, but one place which a lot of people uh, including anand desai whom i spoke to spoke about a bit earlier was bhai bhai omelet and and there were one or two other places like that uh, you know which which specialize in egg preparations and not just uh, omelets but but much more so we decided to go there and it's at a place called nanpura hmm. so uh, my wife uh, mama in law my mother in law masin law we all went there and this is winter so it was there was a bit of a nip over there then the three elderly folks sort of felt that this is not their sort of scene because it was uh, you know it, it, it's what well, i'm calling it a restaurant but it it's more like a thaba a khanavar if you remember i was telling you earlier about uh, rujuta khanavar in uh, in in uh, in nashik so it was a bit like that but much uh, larger so basically very basic uh, the thing there were people of both genders all age groups all social groups uh, over there but but they weren't very comfortable but kanas my wife she said that she'll give me company it wasn't really her sort of place normally so i was a bit surprised that she said she would give me company but i, I was happy rather than being alone so like i told you this was a uh, winter month probably december january or something like that and uh, there was a bit of a nip in, in the air and especially we are from mumbai so we are not really used to cold and uh, but but there was a queue to get in and this was a weekday a wednesday but yet uh, or or thursday or something like that but yet there was a huge uh, queue uh, to get into this place bye uh, bye omelet so what happened was that there were lots of people waiting outside there some people with cars parked and, and and like i said the crowd consisted of all sorts of people male female young uh, middle aged older all socio economic classes everyone was there so um, and and then you you want to come in the podcast come Come, little Nimki wants to come to the podcast. So you you like omelets? You like eggs? No. You only want to, he only wants to eat baby loaf's food, huh? <laughs> so there's a little Nimki. There's baby loaf also now. He wants to. No, he's he's there. Okay. So uh, there was this young man who came up to us, and uh, so I said that how do we get a place? So he said that you have to give your name, and I'll call you in. And he didn't even keep any diary or something like that. So I said, yeah, you know, he didn't even keep a diary. He likes. He's a bit of smart snuggler. Or Kitty. For people who are listening to this later, especially on the podcast on Anchor, you might be wondering what's happening. But I'm I'm holding my uh, Kitty, a uh, little Nimki in my arms, who's who's decided to nibble my fingers. Uh, yes, where was I? Okay, so I was wondering that how will he uh, remember our names? And and you know there were so many people waiting, but he said that no, we will. And and you know there was not even a piece of paper, or whatever. So I gave my name, Kalyan, and uh, the two of us uh, were uh, waiting. and along with uh, everyone else you have to wait nimki you have to wait yeah yes no you can't you can't eat my fingers <laughs> so that's that's my kitty for listening people listening on the podcast just audio later so we waited for about 15 20 minutes the weather, the weather was nice it was a big road uh, there were a lot of people so we were not really worried well lit and okay you want to jump go and uh, uh it was chilly like i said so it was pleasant and uh, it was a family holiday so for a bit of time the two of us were by ourselves which is nice and uh, then suddenly this guy called up kalyani kalyani which is not my name my name is kalyan but even silvia at candies cafe where i go to uh, very often even after all these years uh, she calls me uh, uh, kalyani so um, 
so we went in and uh, and it was tough waiting there because you know there were all these towers on which uh, so flat griddle pans on which they were making uh, you know various egg preparations and there was lots of butter going in lots of cheese going in spices and the smell of eggs and it was it was really hard to uh, control uh, oneself uh, but one had to one had to uh, be patient uh, and, and that's the thing about most of these places on uh, foodocracy india because they're so popular that that you often need to queue up but it's worth it in most cases they might not make it to any list they might not win any award but they don't really care because they've got so much love of uh, all the, all the customers who are going there okay so for all of you who saw me holding a little nimki all this while there is been okay so uh, you won't see me holding him up right now and he's uh, not that much of a featherweight as little nimki is but little nimki uh, loves to struggle okay so we went in and and there were two sections so we sat down and uh, it's a sort of places like again a lot of places in food across india where you have to share tables and 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 you're familiar with this across india it's it's going to change a bit i guess in the post pandemic uh, world uh, where probably we won't be clustered in for a while but i think uh, i was i was reading about sona bahadur's article in the scroll where she was talking about how this sense of community which comes in when you're eating out in a restaurant is something which one misses because it's not so much about just whom you're going with but even if you're alone just sitting at a place surrounded by people uh, makes you realize that you're not uh, mm-hmm. alone but well, but those times will come back till then it's it's about being home and enjoying home food and in my case like you saw with these two little uh <laughs> kitties and then one wants to be back in the camera again so we sat down and and there were you know tables getting empty more people coming in and while it was you know crowded packed but uh, i i must say it was very clean uh, you know very hygienic there was no uh, stains curry spots or or odor or anything like that and uh, then uh, we were we were trying to figure out how to order and there were more than 100 <laughs> there were more than 100 items in the menu you know there was there was even something called an Uh, Australian omelet, and I, I'm sure it had nothing like a rotten my blog to do with either uh, Nicole Kidman or Tom Cruise. <laughs> but in fact, when I went to Australia a couple of times, I don't think there was any special omelet over there. But but later I learned it's it's probably an omelet with uh, white sauce and and so on. So then this young uh, waiter came in. So we told him, look, do you have any suggestions on what to order? And uh, so he looked at us, and then he said, "Aap log spicy khate hai? Do you want spicy?" So we said, "No, not not too spicy." So baby loaf, yeah, yeah. He also don't like the spicy. So so they uh, recommended two dishes to us. Uh, one was the lahori kachu kachu, and the other one was the korma, the dry korma. Any spicy had the dry korma. Now there's a young guy who took the order, but but uh, he seemed to be uh, quite clear about what we should eat. So then it didn't seem to be uh, a sort of guy whom one needed to argue with a bit. And this picture, if you can see, uh, if you're on Instagram, is outside of Bye Bye Omelet where we were waiting. And and this is like I told you, I mean there are a lot of people sitting there and packed in and stuff. And and soon the food came, and uh, both of them. So let me show you first uh, the lahori, uh, which which came in. So the lahori was uh, basically uh, a sort of soft scrambled egg. in a uh, red mughlai uh, sort of gravy too so, you know the sort of gravy you'd probably expect uh, in a in a you know a butter chickenish sort of chick balti chickenish sort of dish you know what i what i mean the 
the red curry with a slightly sweet, slightly tangy, slightly spicy um, sort of feel to it. And, and, and like I said, beautiful texture, like it was soft, uh, nicely scrambled. And, 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 and you can see in the corner that there are two types of breads which you can get with it. Um, when I say see, I'm talking to the people on Instagram, on Facebook you can't. Uh, so uh, there was um, uh, there was the rotli, which is what the Gujaratis call roti, and as well as the parsis. And the roti was soaked, was soaked in ghee, which which gave my wife so much joy because that's the sort of uh, rotli she's grown up on, especially at uh, her mama and grandmom's place, late grandmom uh, from Surat. And then there was what they call pao, but the pao was not like the ladi pao of Mumbai, more like the lamba pao which you get at places like uh, Mohammad Ali Road or Bodhi Mahalla, uh, especially during Ramzan in Mumbai. So so that was the Lahori Katsi, like I said, uh, a Mughlai-ish, reddish sort of gravy with um, scrambled eggs in it. And then was the other dish uh, which he suggested, which was the uh, uh, korma, egg korma, uh, dry. So so that had boiled eggs in it and a slightly greenish, uh, thick uh, gravy. I, I'm not sure whether one could call it a gravy or a paste. You can see it on the Instagram live screen. And then, and there were slices of uh, cheese on it, and it was so delicious. I, I mean, I, I, I can't really choose between which of the two was better, whether the Lahori was better or the dry egg korma. And and uh, you know, and the, and this young waiter uh, who had a very strong point of view on what we should order. Come here, come here. Was he was he your friend? Yeah. Ah, oh, so, with a very strong point of view on what you should order. Okay, now you want to bite me, huh? Before this, he was there on the strong point of view on what he should order. Was very right, so I kept dipping on the kachu, kachu and the lahori and the and the kurma and the kachu, and and they were really nice. And mopping them up in the bread and in this cold, cold weather was the loveliest thing, right? Loveliest thing which you could do. In case you're listening to me in the podcast and wondering why I'm doing baby talk and you can't see the video, that's because I'm holding to my kitty um, Nimki. So that's, so that's the beauty of broadcasting from home. But the food was lovely, um, really, really good. And in fact, my wife, Kenna's, and I told you it's not her scene, this sort of place, but uh, she really enjoyed it uh, as well. She enjoyed the experience, she enjoyed the food, she enjoyed the rotli, the, the, the thing, uh, the pao and, and the eggs and stuff. It, it, it sort of really uh, um, inspired me to, uh, made me want to come back and go through the other 98 uh, items in the menu. In fact, there are more than 100. And in case you're wondering, there were also there was no mutton, there was no red meat, but there were egg combinations which had uh, chicken in it and chicken offal. So so there was uh, liver and and various other entrails and uh, stuff like that. So yes, I mean uh, you you do get uh, good uh, vegetarian food and surat, but but there's more to it. How there's more to it, um, and and that's what my kitties would love because they have a strong non-vegetarian diet. And uh, I think he's going to tear up the curtains, little Inky. It's, it's been fun talking to you. I've, I've, it's been a while since I've done a Foodocracy India broadcast. I must say that I had to push myself a bit today because I was feeling a bit uh, sluggish and, you know, it's been a bit stormy in the evening in Mumbai. But I said that, no, let me go and talk to you guys because it's been a while. And, and I said that, let me talk to you about some other place than Mumbai. So I said, okay, let me think, let me think. And I said, yeah, Surat and Bhai Bhai Omelette. Is the sort of place. So I, I wish I knew a bit more backstory about the place. I know that it's about uh, 10, 15 um, years old. I know that it's uh, very, very popular uh, in Surat, and then we could see that. And um, it's the sort of place which you should definitely go. And if, and if you're an egg lover, then uh, you should plan a pilgrimage 
uh, to Surat to go to Bhai Bhai on that. Uh, the story of Surat is a significant uh, one given the times which are in, which is of that of the pandemic. In fact, my mama-in-law uh, said that when they were growing up in Surat, uh, it was like uh, really, really uh, dirty and um, compared to what it is now. And I remember when we were in college or, or, or you know, doing our MBA in Calcutta, there was a plague in Surat and then one wrote, read about, uh, and I was back in Calcutta then, that how the civic authorities got together and the citizens of Surat to completely cleanse uh, the city, uh, like they say, turning poison into medicine. And, uh, and, and that's what uh, Surat did and that's how they got on top of uh, the plague and, and all the sort of, uh, you know, the infections and the plagues and the epidemics which would happen uh, in Surat was a thing of the past and, and it was a combination of I think the will of the citizens and the, and the support of the civic authorities and, and like my mama keeps saying that it's been a 360 degree transformation. So I think that there's a bit of a lesson for us uh, in that in the time of the pandemic in, in which uh, we are in right now that uh, I think we need to all as citizens get together and, and the civic authorities and the government and, and we need to sort of completely uh, change and tackle the way uh, things are from a hygiene point of view. In fact, when, you know, restaurants get back, street food get back, and, you know, when the world gets back to normal, we, we need to put in a focus on hygiene. I think as customers, we need to demand that. Um, as I'm, I'm sure that people at the other end, uh, who are the sellers or the owners of, of these food joints will also do it because they're also human. I'm, I'm seeing this in sometimes like some of our household staff uh, has started uh, to come to work and, and they're as cautious about their health as, as we are. So uh, I think more that there's this common understanding that we need to uh, get together to create a more hygienic uh, environment. I think things will be much nicer, right Baby Loaf? And uh, so, so guys, uh, stay safe. Uh, please, uh, you know, things are being opened up across the country, which is uh, in a way good because uh, the economy needs it. I think mentally we also need that because being cooped in all the time. But at the same time, um, the, I, I don't want to scare you, but the virus hasn't gone anywhere. So uh, it's, it's not a question of fear, but I think it's be a question of being uh, circumspect, taking guard. Uh, you know, all, all, we know all the things like wearing a mask when we uh, go out, maintaining social distance, you know, whatever, two meters, six feet, as much as possible, keep, keep washing your hands. Uh, don't go out unless it's uh, absolutely necessary. Like for me, it is not. So I'm going to stay in. My wife is also working from home. And uh, yeah, so like my friend Shashwati is saying, I'm going to answer some of the questions now or, or respond to your comments. Have to make plans for Surat. You go back to Surat. You absolutely have to. Uh, we have uh, our friend, uh, I have to go up a handle, uh, Adi Vidrohi. Adi, Adi Vidrohi. Uh, Thanks uh, for joining in and she loves uh, she loves seeing Baby Loaf and Nimki. Sneha Senapati, home chef from uh, Mumbai who's been doing fabulous uh, Odia food. We tried some of her street food last week and uh, before that the Ganesh Puja food. So um, let me tell you what else is coming up, talking of home chefs. I'm going to put the announcement but on Friday, sorry, on Sunday, I'm really sorry, on Sunday at 7.30pm, I will be on a foodocracy for her uh, chat where I speak to women uh, uh, entrepreneurs in the Indian food and beverage industry. And I'm going to speak to a friend of mine, um, Ananda Banerjee from uh, Mumbai, who, uh, you know, was originally an artist, then, uh, you know, became a, a home chef, content creator. But I think the post, uh, post uh, the pandemic and the lockdown is when she came into our own as an entrepreneur. 
we've got planet on my plate from kolkata saying that she'll be using the hashtag to talk about uh places which should uh fit into foodocracy for india please do that and uh great to see so many uh, of you joining in and and then they hear the folks from bookaworkshop.in and on the 28th i'm doing a workshop with them at bookaworkshop.in on um, how to move from instagram um, account to brand organically so whatever i've learned I, mean, i can see a lot of other friends on dinner at various points palki hatangadi who just loves to eat she she works in the corporate world but but she goes and explores a lot the zeva kohli the queen of chocolate and my young friend bawarchi ajay who's uh, in delhi doing his own podcast and pretty successfully so great great to see you people and that, that was the idea of uh, coming on i must say that um i i was uh, feeling a bit lackluster about uh, doing this uh, walk uh, no what i was saying not the walk the the talk today but uh, i think that now that i'm here and and if you're on instagram live you can see this picture of me from uh, uh, bye bye amlet and you can see the look of glee on my face as as i'm looking at uh, both the lauri kachu and um, the ex koman hey hey i forgot to tell you that we call in winter so one of the characteristics and advantage of going to winter uh, in winter to surat is that there's green garlic everywhere okay so uh, you know fresh uh, green garlic so whether it is the you know the undio which is pretty hard to find over there or or you know every omelet or the or the uh, locho there were green garlic everywhere so all the egg dishes would have uh, fresh green garlic uh, gone in and which made me remember uh, our uncle the late jamshed uncle who's one of his favorite egg preparation was a uh, scrambled egg with uh, green garlic which i think uh, the parsis call charwalu idu yes yes so uh, i hope you enjoyed it uh, Thanks so much for joining. I was talking to you about Bhai Bhai Omelet in Surat. I spoke to you about my experiences because I'm not from Surat. I'm afraid I didn't have much backstory to give you about it. But but what I can definitely tell you is that if you love food, uh, then Surat is a place to go to when you can. In fact, as the saying goes, little Ninki, what does the saying? Come here. It says um, Surat me khawano, kashi kashi me maranu, or something like that. Yes. Oh, he's like one little bundle of energy. So Surat is one place to go to, and if you eat eggs, uh, then you must definitely go to Bhai Bhai Omelet. So let's like really pray and hope that the pandemic situation comes under control. We get our vaccines and everything, and then we can travel and go to Surat. You come with me to Surat? Okay. So thank you, and and thank you, uh, little Ninki, for giving me some space in your podcast. And and I must uh, before uh, signing off for those of you who can. see on on the instagram feed uh there is our baby loaf over there uh being a good boy as usual so it was lovely talking to you i think it cheered me up and i hope uh, you enjoyed the uh, you enjoyed the soon and uh, don't forget sunday 7:30 pm uh same place instagram live uh, foodocracy for her with ananya banerji so see you then bye guys take care bye and stay safe and wear your mask huh, if you go out <laughs>